Hey there, film fans. I'm Jeff. I'm Dave. And I'm John, and welcome back to The Love of Cinema, a pod in which we'll challenge one another to discuss movies, both new and old, with a strictly positive critical eye. Positive, gentlemen. Positive. Good luck. Oh, yeah, that's our, uh, that's our <laughs> mission here. That's right, people. This is, a, this is a drinking game. It's a drinking game where we try to keep it positive. So if we say anything... <laughs> If we say anything negative about this film, <laughs> anything negative about this film, you hear this sound. That sound means that we have to take a drink and we hope you have some fun and have a drink with us. And you know what? You know what, Dave? I'm cutting your intro off. I'm already buzzing you for your, your little snide good luck comic. Continue, please. Sir. So pour yourselves a glass and get ready to have your release date shifted about 87 times. <laughs> oh dude seriously like have you seen the production timeline for this thing it was it was no, nuts yeah. did they go is this pre-cove was. was it pre-covid um it was slated to come out mid-covid and they postponed it uh, i think the first trailer came out january 2020 oh um, and funnily <laughs> enough that first trailer and what everyone was pissed about is it included an image of spider-man in the trailer and they're like oh, spider-man morbius instead we're doing morbius in case anyone hasn't didn't see the uh the cover no um, they know <laughs> and then it went into uh, then they they postponed it so in february 2020 they went back into reshoots and then they postponed it some more and then it went into reshoots again in february 2021 and then it had its release date moved five times finally settling on january 2022 and then it was delayed again to april 1st and every 20, time yeah. it seems like every time they delayed it they went back and like refined a bit like this has studio interference written all over it well, someone was interfering in but this. But didn't they kept the budget down though? Didn't they? Didn't it end up still at about a hundred? Or do they have to sell some some semen in order to keep it down? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that somewhere that it kept under hundred, so that this actually could make all of its money back. It could. We'll see. It might. People abroad might love Jared I'll Leto. I'll be interested to see the uh, the second week drop off. To be honest, how much Jared uh, Leto's well, yeah. sperm does it take to compensate? <laughs> That's right, people. This is Morbius starring Jared Leto, who you may know best as starring as Jared Leto in his life. <laughs> That's how we know Jared Leto best at this point. Um, I don't know if he meant for this and Gucci to come out so close together, but you know, I kind of he, he really mastered the do it and then give everybody some time away and then do something and then give everybody a break and then do something. He really paced himself well over the past 20 years. And now it's like, Oh no, he's turning it. So I don't want to name anybody cause we're not, we don't want to be mean, but you know, those celebrities where you see too much of, and we're like, go away for five years and then come back. Somebody's doing it right now in a series with him on television, right? This very second. It's called we crashed. Yeah, Somebody took a little bit of a break and now she's sneaking her way back in. And I think it's working out for everybody. Cool. What do you guys think? Yeah. All right. Um, Okay, so let's just really quick. Okay, you guys want to talk about the Will Smith fucking thing? I mean, out. we're we're kind of we're kind of done talking about it. They but they did say that he resigned from the academy. I have my suspicions as to why. Um, Is it because the only people they've ever expelled are like Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, he, he would he would <laughs> no. They, they they've expelled six of them. One was from video piracy. The other five are sex offenders, and he would have been permanently <laughs> added to that list. So he got out before he got put on that list. This is the way it works, people. When you you don't want to be on a list, you don't want to be on any list especially one with five sex offenders jesus <laughs> christ he's like fuck he's gotta he's gotta resign he'll still get the screeners from sag but you know yeah pretty big deal i'm very curious to see what happens with his career moving forward well i'm very curious to see what the sinister six is gonna do and maybe they should have all just been in one movie like suicide squad but instead spider-man stole almost all of them and now they're all trying to come out anyway it doesn't matter dave you're yeah. the marvel expert on here i think it's funny that dceu actually did a pretty good job with with what marvel's trying to expand it seems like they're trying to do all these solo movies well, i know that no, all this of the is, sinister six again, this is were, sony so this is the Sony Spider-Verse. It's a Marvel character, sure. but it's Sony Spider-Verse. So what Sony is trying to do is what the DCU tried to do. And they're making yeah. the same mistakes that DCU tried to do, whereas they're trying to rush an ensemble film because they want their Avengers and stuff like that. So they're, they're basically ramming these villains down your throat um, and maybe not thinking it through. I don't know. We'll, we'll discuss. Well, are all of the Sinister Six Marvel, I'm sorry, Sony characters? Are they Sony properties? Uh, yeah, um, any ones that aren't probably will, like, they'll still be included. I think they're using the ones they've got access to, to be honest, because there's a couple that are supposed to be in there that they don't have access to, so. 
it's so but stupid. Mo- I think most of the because they own Spider Man, they own Jeff, all. Jeff, how could you not so already I, know that, I, dude? How could you not? <laughs> I really thought because because guys, I, I stopped wearing pajamas twenty years ago. Like, why am I still talking about these fucking movies? Like, I I really no no no. I'm happy to talk about Morbius. I'm very very happy to talk about Morbius. But I really thought Black Widow was going to be where I hit my Marvel fatigue. I talked about it on a podcast episode here, but no, it was actually a fine movie. Uh, I thought Eternals was where I was like, why are we still expanding this universe? This should have been a TV series. Come on. And then now it's this. And now I'm now I know I'm hitting my Marvel fatigue. But what's funny is I actually didn't hate this as much as uh, it, the Internet. Well, the Internet loved it. They're pretending to hate it to feed the love that they have for themselves on Twitter. Mm. A lot of good memes. I will say I'm so sorry to everybody involved in making this movie. You had the makeup person from Gucci who almost won an Oscar. You had visual effects person who did fucking Thanos involved in this. You had the team that wrote the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the recent one. Right? I don't the know, one, the one from 2017 yeah, like or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I, th- I think this is their next movie. I think they've been working on this for five years. <laughs> so, wow. you know, a lot of Anyway, people that have done shit put their time into this movie. And then in one week, it was one big collection of memes. But I will say the memes are really funny. But I'm planning on being nicer to this film than the internet. <laughs> Any, anything else you guys want to say before we set this movie up? Let's, let's get into I'll this. I'll say this before, Josh, we, before we... We go deep into it because if we do get critical, I did yeah. get to go. I did get to go to that screening, and they were all there. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was called the Screening of the Americas, so like the whole cast was there, and it was like red carpet, and they had it synced up with um, major cities throughout North and South America. It was pretty cool. So they had a live stream, and we were in you know we were in a couple theaters, and they had it synced up with some of the major capital cities and biggest cities throughout like lots of different countries in North and South America. And he spoke to every theater. He came to every theater. They all did. And like talked to everybody, thanked them for coming. So Jared Leto did plead, executive producer, right? Did kind of plead and say, I'm just so, you know, he was so genuine. He was like, I'm so thankful you're here. Like, this is for the fan. This was so hard to get made. We got, it was. Did they have him behind plexiglass for his safety? No, I do. This is before everybody (laughs) saw it. So everybody was very, (laughs) very, very, very excited and very grateful. It was a sea of Marvel nerds. So this guy next to me was literally like, he like tapped me. No offense to this guy. I appreciate it. Elizabeth and I chose not to get the free t-shirt and we were, we got a little shade because apparently at one point they all came in and they all took a giant picture with him in the front of everybody wearing the t-shirt. Elizabeth and I were just standing in the back not wearing any t-shirts it was we were we were definitely the odd people out but it was cool and i feel like what are these two naked people doing in our photo yeah we're just totally naked (laughs) it's just a shame you know it's just one of those things where you're just like this is uh the internet is mean dude i we used to say like a movie would come out and then some critics might talk some trash about it but generally speaking the the audience would usually be like word of mouth positive if critics hated something and now like man you can count on it like what's that war of the worlds quote that like the big brother doesn't need to actually be run by the government. We'll do it to ourselves. Like we, we are canceling each other. We don't need to be censored. Like this is just another one of those things. Like they mm. so humbly just tried to make a movie for nerds to, to be happy about. And they fucking tore I, it to I, pieces I, as soon as they I love that out. you've got these movie audiences. Like, and I, I, I watched um, today. I watched uh, the bubble. And they make a they make a comment at the end of that. It's like you know how can anybody not like it? Like we made a movie during a pandemic. We entertain people during a pandemic. They they can't do anything but love it. And it was like this hopeful speech. Then you know this thing is getting slammed <laughs> by that point. And the same things happen. It's like okay, like like we're gonna we're gonna be nice, but I'm probably gonna be a little bit critical. But again, they got this thing done and out sure. eventually. Also- um, they had they had the odds stacked against them from the beginning. And, and I, Jeff. I, any any of the mistakes here, I don't think are filmmaker mistakes. I think they're producer mistakes. And Jeff, I think I think this will be my overall thesis, and then I want to hear you be positive because I think I will too. Just because, honestly, you guys, I think my expectations are just so not low, but they're not high anymore for these Marvel. Like you know what I mean? Like that's not an. I'm not saying that offensively to the company, but when you have this many tentacles to your fucking universe, like you can't all hit them out of the home. Like, I don't know. I, I didn't love Spider-Man as much as y'all did. Mm. I thought Venom was very average, but like, I wasn't upset by any of them. I just kind of was expecting it to just be a superhero movie. And that might be the ultimate takeaway, which is kind of a shame. If Marvel's not careful, they are going to start performing cat, lowercase J, just superhero movies. I think at one point they were making something more than that. 
that they were trying to make objectively good films. I no longer feel like I'm sitting in the audience with people who wouldn't be there if it wasn't for their love for Marvel. Mm. And that, that might be I mean, a difference. Just to clarify, though, that like, again, this is not a Marvel film. It has a Marvel character in it. It's Sony Marvel. Marvel. I think they had talk to each Marvel, other, though, Mo- right? No, they, uh, they do with Spider-Man, but the other characters are exclusively Sony. It just has a Marvel logo on the front of it because it's a Marvel character. Well, they've done them well before, though. And I liked those X-Men movies back things. in the day, and they owned them, right? Yeah. Uh, hang on. No, X-Men were Fox. Really? Anyway, let's yeah. get into it. But 20th Century Fox. Either Shit. way, it's all... Well, th- this might be important, though. If you're like, I'm in the business, and I didn't really know the ins and outs of that. So if you're sitting on the way on the outside, just an audience member, it's all the same gigantic Marvel fuck fest at yeah. this point. And it's just like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and to be honest, once you've seen it, if you stay right to the end, you can be forgiven for thinking Oh my goodness. So. What the hell happened? Well, we'll get well, there. What the fuck was that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, for a, for a while, the, the DC and Marvel was able to separate. But but I think this is an odd situation for Marvel, Dave. Back to, so obviously, I, I take credit for, for forgetting that this is not a Marvel picture. But now I think they're at the point where they both have to be good. Otherwise, they both suffer. So you can't just sit there and be like, no, this isn't Marvel. This is Tony. Because for me, I now have a less, I I have a less of an opinion. I I, want to see a Marvel movie less because this movie wasn't as good as the other Marvel movies. So it brings the whole brand down. So that, that is, you know, sometimes, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. That's fine. (laughs) Jeff, how uh, how much would you kill to be in a boardroom when they're talking to each other about that? That's like a high level conversation, right? Like what IP do we, do we give you so that you can, you know, what are we going to green light it so that we don't, because Marvel could go off on their own way and, create a whole plot line that would make Sony, it wouldn't make sense for them to green light certain characters yeah. at certain times. They're talking to each other. It's, they have to It's be. weird. It's weird. You don't want them to have a $2 billion movie. No, then, then they don't need to talk to anyone now. they got the multiverse. God <laughs> damn it. Oh my <laughs> God, dude. I can't. <laughs> okay, anyway. All right, go, go, go. Anyway, um, we're going to, exp- we can be critical as long as there's gratitude. My, my problem with critics is when there's no gratitude, when they're just petty and being self-indulgent yeah. and petty. Yeah. Okay. So what we have gratitude for everybody involved in this movie, even though the movie was, I think a 5.2 out of 10. That's what it is on IMDb. Yeah, sure. Pretty fair. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so this is Morbius people. This is directed by Daniel Espinosa. This is written by Matt Sazama and Burke Sharpless, and it stars Jared Leto, Matt Smith, Matt Smith, sorry, Jared Leto, Matt Smith, Adria Aryona, who I haven't seen her too much before and looking forward to seeing more of her. Uh, I thought she was great in this film. Jared Harris, Joe Ferrara. Charlie Shot. That's it. Yeah, you get the deal. Okay. Um, and then, I was quite happy to see Matt Smith step into a, a, like a Marvel Sony role. Yeah. It's good. Did it's I say Tyrese good. Gibson? I don't think so. Did I say Tyrese? Tyrese signed up for something different, I think. And then Al Madrigal. <laughs> and then this movie, the description is biochemist Michael Morbius. I love a good alliteration and a name, you know? Superhero, dude. You got to do it, man. Come on. <laughs> Stan, Stan Lee did it with yeah. everyone like, so that he can remember the names. This is this is what I'm saying. It's like it's it's Marvel, and it's like you know, it's like at this point the lines are blurring. Like everything's fucking Marvel. Okay, biochemist Michael Morbius tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease, but he inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampirism instead. I love inadvertently. He didn't. We've all, he fucking, we've all been there. He fucking advertently. He very, very advertently. There was a giant scene himself. that told us it was, it was yeah. on purpose. He, yeah. Somehow, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he was a vampire man. No, no, no. It's very, very advertently. He infects himself with a form of vampirism <laughs> instead. Vampirism. You that? I've never had to say that word before. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I, yeah. it's vamp- vampirism, vampirism. But yeah, who, who? I mean, who hasn't been down the village? You share a stall with some guy. Boom, vampirism. You're gonna go and get a shot. It's uh, vampirism. <laughs> it happens. I just. <laughs> I figured every scientist was injecting themselves with some kind of ism, and vampirism was just the one that he chose. All right, let's pass it around. What do you guys think of this movie? We're, I, I didn't even do the spoiler-free thing. It, it doesn't matter. At this point. We're gonna. We'll, we'll hold it spoiler-free for a minute. All right, Dave, hit us. Let me, let, me, let me say this first. I love it when we send each other texts. Like, we try not to talk too much about these movies before we talk about them here. We want it to be fresh. But Dave, every now and then one of us will send a little tidbit just to know where we're heading. And Dave sent this text. This is Monday night when we're recording this. Dave sent a text, just got out. I should call out on Tuesday. And anyone who anyone who knows our drinking game podcast, I'm very curious to hear to hear your thoughts. You've had some reflection. Maybe you cooled down a little bit. 
I, I mean, the, I'll, I would say 75% of this movie is not what enraged me. It doesn't suck totally. <laughs> Nice at all, job. like it's like nice the internet job. suggests. Um, <laughs> I just I'll, let's 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 put it in context. I like I'm sitting there in the theater, and the 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 like the the pre-show starts, and we get to the Nicolas Cage trailer, um, and and yeah, I know, right? I can't wait. But there's this line in the middle of the screen, and it gets darker in the bottom half of the screen, and I'm like. Well, that's weird. And then all of a sudden, the whole thing just stops. What? And they're like, yeah, sorry, everyone. The projector's died. We have to switch to the backup projector, everything. So my projector chose death over a third screening of this movie. Oh, no. Oh, come on. Yeah. And so, yeah. like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, no. yeah, dude, yeah, come on. That one was locked and loaded. I, I jest. I jest. But, uh, I mean... All I can say is I didn't not like this movie, uh-huh. um, but I would love to know where the rest of it is because hey. this just felt this just felt like they trimmed it for pacing and trimmed it for pacing and trimmed it for pacing till it was just like getting through this as quick as you could. It's like this happens, this happens, this happens, done. It just it, the pacing felt really weird for me, and I, I didn't like it. I didn't like all the right, pacing. Hey. I love some of the, st- the couple of the things they did, but I did not like the pacing. At I'm all. really glad you said that because I have been trying to think like, I've been trying to articulate because I, I will stand by what I said. I don't really care that I didn't like love it. And I, I but I also don't, don't think I came out of there being like, God, that was disappointing. Like it was, it was fine for, for me. I wasn't expecting too yeah. much. It was the worst thing a superhero movie could be. Meh. So, so after thinking about it, and of course Elizabeth and I were talking about it on the way home and you know, She's not a huge fan of these superhero movies, so I think they blend even more into someone who, you know, for someone who doesn't watch all of them and really understands, like, where the contexts are and time and history for these people. Uh, but that's when it kind of really dawned on me. We had a similar conversation about some of the the worst Star Trek movies that they got to a point where if when they start to feel episodic and not like films, not like movies that happen to work within mm. their own worlds and anthologies... You get into trouble. It starts to, it, it, you got to be careful when you get into that place because it loses significance. And that was for me more than anything else. These pat this year, the movies that we have watched, even Eternals, you guys, I know it was so long, like the actual runtime is a long film, but all, when all yeah. is said and done, all five of these movies we've seen this year have kind of felt like extended television shows for me. We, that is not a hack on TV. TV, we, we, obviously, we see amazing television, but they are still different mediums. <laughs> there is a, you're supposed to feel a little bit different when you're experiencing them. And this yes. one was probably the most, this one and Venom for me, I really did not care, care for that. They, they, they were the most episodic to me. I just felt like I was watching, I felt like I read a comic book. Now, again, maybe people who love the comic books fucking love that and they want to go in this direction. They want it to feel more like they're reading an episode as opposed to, Signing up for a two, two and a half know. hour movie. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you've been on Twitter, but I don't think they want that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm with you, Dave. Like, I don't think I, I don't think I would like if, if we decided to rewatch this at some point, if we were all chilling together and somebody put it on in the future. I don't think I would be like, no, we're not watching that. Like, whatever. I, I, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, I don't know I mean, why everybody's I, that upset. I'll give it a second look at home, but like there were, yeah. there were times you literally couldn't see what was going on as well. Oh yeah. Like be it the cinematography, the effects or like the grade, the color, whatever, but you couldn't see what was going on. Yeah, they, I, I liken it to the first Transformers. They wanted it to be dark for sure. Where everything was moving so fast as well. Like the editing, there's certain things, dude. certain times where stuff is moving. So like, yeah, the effects yeah, were blurry. We, I kind of like, don't want to spoil that, it, but I want to talk to you about why on earth they chose to cut it that, to use the effects with that style. It don't, I don't think it worked. It, it was, it was not yeah. jarring in a fun, stimulating way. It was, I know it was, what they were trying to do, but it did it, <laughs> Again, yeah, it was like the Which editor didn't talk the, to the VFX editor. All the slow-mo, the fa- yeah. all the, like, the in and out of oh, super yeah. fast motion that, stuff. Yeah. It just felt like it was kind of a that video was... gamey kind of thing. And it, <sighs> yeah, yeah. it didn't sell for me. I mean, that was, that was kind of, uh, that serves two purposes to me. It's like, let's grab a comic book frame yeah. and also slow it down so they can see the work we've done and then keep going with the stuff you can't really see because it's moving so fucking fast. Jeff, what did you think, dude? Um... So it's funny that Dave was like, I want to know what happened to the rest of the film. I, I read one of the po- podcast friends, not you, Matt and Mark. You guys are great this week. Um, 
that's our Matt Mark quote of the day. So somebody else that we follow said something like, I could have used an extra half an hour to, in, to figure out, um, to flesh out the characters more. And I was like, I, I can't believe anybody watched the movie and said they wanted 30 more minutes of it. And then they hear my hand was moving. Oh, that's funny. And then here, my co-host is like, I want to know what happened to the rest of it. I was like, no shit. There's the other person. I, thought I just would have liked a little bit of flow between scenes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't I didn't hate it either, but I, I definitely was like, all right, let's let's get on with it. There were only like five characters in the whole movie. Um, and there was one story, you know, there like there were no subplots. Um in fact, I think I think that's that's what it was for me. I know that this yeah. this was the Dr. Morbius story. And I know every I as far as fleshing out the other characters are concerned, um Jared Harris was like a bad Alfred. With where you don't know what their intention or storyline is, but there, there wasn't even they didn't even give him like room for like a God, secret. He still There's brought the, it they, 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 in the theater. I was like, this guy so, has like six so moments, and he he did it. <laughs> I was like, can you imagine he if brought, a less talented so actor much. was in that role? He would have been like, what is happening? Why is that Just, guy there? <laughs> think, think, think about this. This is all because of him. So he shouldn't be their Alfred. He should be their parent, and he. You know, they, 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 I don't know, they just, they kind of did them dirty. Tyrese and, and Al Madrigal, you know, they couldn't figure out exactly what, where they were. Uh, Adria Ariona, like, I saw her. Again, there might be more footage of them. Yeah, no, I know you're right. <laughs> and and Adria Ariona was, you know, she, I saw an interview with her where they're like, they could have over-sexualized. And you could tell that they actually probably wanted to because they had this person on screen. And I feel like there was a, I feel like the creators of this, maybe it was the studio, Dave, really wanted to consider sexualizing her because they 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 definitely held on her a lot of times and where, where she wasn't doing anything. And they just were like, but they didn't give her a story. You know what I mean? She yeah. really was a blank slate. So they, they really, really didn't use her properly. They really were relying on like your Marvel knowledge. It's like, oh, it's her. Right. Things are coming for or, her. Or, and your, she's a or, your, doctor. or your ignorant like, knowledge yeah. is someone, I don't know what you're talking about. And I just saw like, uh-oh, they just yeah. put a, a, a beautiful woman in a lab coat. And now we're supposed to think scientists because they're not giving her emotional obstacles in a storyline. Yeah. <laughs> and now she's a doctor, but she's clearly she's clearly intellectually inferior to the other doctors on this, even though she's also a doctor. So it was, you know, a little tropey. But again, I'm, I'm with you. I, that didn't That didn't hold it down. I will say... The Matt Smith turn was was good in theory. I don't know if it like got me in the, the the groins, but the fact that he became what he became was 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 a good move. I, it's, it's all it wanna, was all there. Do you want to just turn the spoilers on and we'll go? Yeah, for let's it? do it. Let's do it. Okay, I'm going to activate the spoilers. Say so everybody, get off the treadmills. Go and uh, go and watch this movie. And uh, all right, you can finish your sentence. Um, well, I'll go, to, I'll go to Jared Leto, then I'll come back. Cause okay. I, I want just for spoiler, people get out. Jared Leto was, he, you know, he, I, there's. I keep seeing things now, like, is he good or is he terrible? Is he actually? And it's like, guy, shut up. He's good. Yeah. He's, he's good. Yeah. But you know, sometimes the choices. This is De Niro, which is um, Stella Adler, which is like the talent really is in the choices. Because that, that that what's going to separate the best from the best? You know, what's going to separate fucking Ray Fines from Daniel Day Lewis? Really, it's not much, right? So it's just like the choices. And Jared Leto was like a little one beat for the whole movie, but that might not have even been his choice because there might have been a great scene that they cut or they decided to reshoot or they decided to do something else for tone. Like, we have no idea. So I'm not going to knock Jared Leto, but yes, in the movie I mean, that he, I saw, he was, it was a little He flat. was executive producer. No, I know, but, <laughs> so, but like, okay. He might have had, had role on Final Cut there. I'll I just say know. what what I rather than 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 hate on him. I'll just say the character was a little flat, but the ideas were right. The Matt Smith turn I thought was probably the most interesting thing in the movie for me. Maybe I it was that. underplayed for everybody else, but I thought that was that was the movie. No, as, as soon that as that was the scene, that in was the, exactly what it should have been. The scene in the jail, and then the scene right at where he sees the cane, and then he goes. It's like yes, that's the movie. They should work middle out. <laughs> they should take yeah. that scene and they should reshoot <laughs> out from that because that was that was really interesting for me. But then they yeah. didn't do anything else with it. The whole rest of the movie was really just Matt Smith saying, "This is good, I promise." And it was like, "There's got to be more nuance in there." But again, having said that, I didn't, I didn't dislike I, the movie. I, I didn't hate he, the movie. It was just I like, like that you know, Matt Smith had looked like he was having fun after that yes. turn. Like he he wasn't yes. before the turn. He was a sick a sick man, and then he he like he found his power, and then he went. And it like I felt like at times he stole the movie from Leto. The people yeah. in the seats next to me were actively rooting for him to win. You know, I this is this, remi- this reminds me of when I was in a college production of one time, and I was paired with another guy, and the two of us were a pair, and everything we did. And I remember afterwards being like, did "He's he having have vampirism." More- I was no, but I was like, "He he was having more fun than me." And Dave, you took my you took my line because oh. I was I was like so stressed about this, and he was making it look so easy. And I was like, "Fuck!" 
Dave, you took my line because I was saying, Jared Leto, I've seen him have fun in movies. I didn't see Gucci because I don't need to, but I saw the trailer enough times to know he was having fun. I, even the little things, I thought he was having fun. And in this movie, I don't think he was maximizing his fun output. I thought he was working too hard. Matt Smith, I completely agree. I thought he was having fun. But even Jared Harris, he was like, I'm gonna, I'm here, I'm gonna act, I'm gonna have some fun doing Which, this. Mm, Tyrese a... did not have enough fun. Al Madrigal could have had more fun, but I feel like he put a governor on himself. And Adriana could have had more fun, but the studio was on her shoulders. I feel like Matt Smith is the only one that was having enough fun. He just went for it. Which yeah. is, uh, I mean, look, I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin Feige had that on his fucking wall, if that was their <laughs> mantra. Have fun, and then we get you. Yeah. Have fun with us, get yeah, this, yeah, and then we're yeah. going to turn the knife, and we're going to make you care about these people. But first and foremost, the tone of those really excellent Marvel movies is everybody's going to have a good time. We're going we're gonna to make you laugh. We're going to be spectacle. We're going to wow you. Yeah, there is something about these that, or, you know, let's go the opposite way. I feel like Tom Hardy was having too much fun, like in the Venom. Like, I, I was like, what is happening? I just sure. don't like the, sure. the tone, like, wasn't just quite in line. Now, I mean, I've, yeah, Venom almost got there. It was like, it was one of those ones where, like, he's meant, like, they didn't really go into the, like, they mentioned the, like, the vigilantism that they, they do together, and they didn't really touch on it. It was more about their relationship. Now, so I, I would like to see would have liked to have seen a little bit more of that too, like the crime fighting side. Dave, of it. you said but, the you said um, the you made a comment. I, can't, I guess it was over text about how like villain movies tend to, you know, they usually just don't have the same kind of weight. I didn't even know he was. I didn't know. I don't know anything about this character. Um, same. So I didn't know that was a thing. But you're right. I mean, if you're right, because I have really, I have been very unimpressed with the DC's Suicide Squatting attempts. I just don't. I don't care. And maybe it is because in comic books. You do kind of have the black and white hats. I think one reason why Joker has worked so well and they use Joker so much is because he is an anarchist. So it's like it's baked in that you're not supposed to feel like there is anything yeah. beneath the layers. And I think for a lot of other every villains, time, yeah, they, they yeah. try to do origins and, also that guy's, and it doesn't make sense. Like, well, yeah. And that guy's origin story has never been told except for once. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we and, don't, and you don't want to know. That's right? not yeah, canon, yeah. but yeah. But that, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think so. I did. That made sense to me when you were texting us about that. I was like, oh. So eventually, we're, yeah. we're not going to be on his side, or are we? I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't quite sure what the hell they wanted I mean, us in to this, feel. In this one, he this was this was partly his progression. Um, but yeah, by the time we get to the end of this, he's switching to villain mode. Can you believe that Martine actually fell in love with him after he became the vampire and after he killed all those people? And she was like, "Let's have a nice, sweet little kiss now." It's like, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Such a hyper specific. I, I don't mean. No, I don't no, want to no, get no, picky, no, no, but no, no, like, no, no. I think that's important. Like when you're again, you're sitting around and you're talking to each other about a script idea, and you say something like that. You delay. You can't just say like, "Well, the audience will get it. They have feelings for each other." No, there there has to be another justification for why she's going to go that distance when she knows what she knows, and it wasn't there. So that whole ending for me, because I have no idea who really that person shallow? is, it didn't make sense for me at all why they fell back in love and why she ended up, we're in spoiler section, why she ended up turning and biting him. I was like, what is happening? I was, yeah, I was going to say, also, making a girlfriend a vampire always goes well. <laughs> <laughs> Never fails. Never fails to get a laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Twilight. It's funny. Yeah, they're taking notes from Twilight. No, this, this, this that's actually canon. That happens to that character, and she becomes... Oh, a full-on vampire! I didn't know the author um, of Twilight was a comic book fan. That's all right, cool. so so <laughs> out of all the things to <laughs> not get away with it twice, <laughs> I totally agree that Matt Smith was having fun. I think he gave himself permission to have that kind of fun. My only two issues with Matt Smith in this role are that he's Matt Smith, so I knew he was going to be a villain. Like you, you cast a villain who, so I was just waiting for him to to do that i knew it was going to go that direction somehow he has been doing that a lot lately he almost exclusively does True. that so i mean like you know it's one of those things yeah. you cast dolph lundgren in the 80s you're like you're just waiting for him to start right uh so that was one thing and then in, in, in light of us thinking we're theorizing that they trimmed a lot of this movie up to try to get it tighter and tighter and tighter down to its 144 runtime it felt and like for it. some reason they thought no matt smith needs to have that entire dance scene in the bathroom we, we got to give it to him He's got to have every angle. He worked on that dance. I, I was like, what is happening in this bathroom? We've got it. All I needed was a tightening of the tie, one move, and he's out of there. I was like, what is happening? There, there were moments like that where even though, again, it didn't really bother me because I didn't really care. But I was thinking, like, I wonder who fought for that scene to stay in there in its entirety. 
who saw it and like really died on that hill when they were saying like, let's make some hard decisions here. I just can't imagine somebody yeah, saying what, that was more important than let's do- developing a character, their relationship. I mean, that was so interesting because uh, I agree with you guys. The whole, the way they told the story, and we'll probably give it up to the director for this. I'm sure it was in the script as well. But the way they thread the needle of him going to prison, coming out of it, gently kind of giving you hints. We all kind of knew where it was going. But the way they told that story before they started fighting with each other was fun. I had a really good time. Mm. But then it stayed there. So they pulled me in with something captivating. And then we just stuck to shallow water. We never really went deeper. I thought maybe Matt Smith was in love with him. I thought that they were going to go in some really interesting way. It's fucking 2022. They totally could have gotten away with something like that if they wanted to. And they just didn't. They didn't go the distance. It never became emotional. It was just circumstantial. Come on, be like me. And that's it. It, Nothing changed. And I thought that was a real shame because I think everybody was really, in my theater, everybody was really excited from that point on. You could tell that was a cool fight scene. Everybody, I think some people clapped after that fight scene in the subway and, and then it just kind of stayed there and nobody really changed. What subway was that as well? London. Where is that? It's in London. They were in the queue. The tube. When did, when did, when did we get there? You know, those colored... This whole movie takes place in New York. I know, so like, that's the problem, too. I mean... What, Why the fuck are they suddenly... I'm like, guess, it must be cheaper to film I'm pretty that, sure huh? that subway these tunnels was go? I remember the color. Maybe I'm wrong, but it, now that's what it, it, looked it like. did look like the London tube to It me. did. That's, that's absolutely what it looked like. Which, I mean... But I, I remember looking at it and going, that ain't no New York subway. Some of it did look like... like they'd get off the... They, they, they'd get they, up off the floor and brush themselves off a lot fucking more if it was the New York subway. They're long... They're a long... Ah, Dave. Their long lens walk and talk on the street with the crowd around them kind of looked like 57th Street. It kind of looked like a New York street to me. It didn't look like a London street. I mean, it was it was definitely set in New York. Yeah. Yeah, we saw the skyline over and over again. Yeah. I don't know, you guys. What else? They, and they were living in Brooklyn, of course. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I, uh, I wouldn't yeah. say. But here's the ultimate testament. What I keep coming back to with these Marvel movies. And Jeff, I feel like I'm, I'm Sony, usually. John. Sorry. Sony. Bless me. I'm usually the naysayer, <laughs> but I think I gave, I think so I gave up us. before you did. So like, it actually does give me some, I always get a little joy when you say you've reached your fatigue with these things, because I kind of feel like we're living in like a constant state of adolescence. Like remember when like adults used to watch movies that had adults in them with adult themes. And like, we're kind of yeah. keep going back to the movies to see these kinds of stories. They're fun. There's a place for them. But the real test is, are these movies good enough for you to recommend to someone who doesn't love comic book movies? When the answer is consistently no, then I think we should just at least culturally, it's not that we say get rid of them. It's just that we at least start saying they are what they are. You're not a bad person or a freak because you don't love what these comic book stories do because they, they dominate everything. So I think sometimes people feel like if you're not in the circle of loving these movies, then you're not in the culture right now. And I just don't think that's true anymore. I think that may have been true in the 2000s where people were like, look, come on, they're really good. You should get on board. You should give them a shot. They're good movies. But now I feel like they have too much power. <laughs> and this is... Dude, I, I, I had someone at work telling me today, uh, we were talking about this movie, and uh, he's uh, he was working with a guy at one point who had not seen a single Marvel film nor seen a single Marvel spoiler. Yeah. So he had no idea about this entire universe, and they finally got him to watch Iron Man. Fun stuff, man. And now he's got now he's going through them, and it, yeah, it, it again. I was like, he said, "I'm just waiting for him to come in, like with his head down, dejected because of what happens to Iron Man because he loved Iron Man." And I'm like, "No, that was probably he watched Thor too." But oh, I, you knew the on. Thor too, yeah, Joe. Say, you, you knew it was. You coming. can't get away from it. John had his hand on the buzzer, and he was like, "He was like, wait till he says Thor two. Wait till he says gotta, Thor two. Yeah, I gotta Jeff, get Thor two in there first time, What um, movie was the first Marvel movie that you said the fatigue comment on? Was it Black Widow? Well, I said it on this podcast for Black Widow, but really for me, it was. Um, I, I started feeling it in WandaVision because I, unlike WandaVision. your British and, and Australian friends, was that I loved the beginning of WandaVision. And I was like, I love this new direction. That, we're going yeah. serial. We're mm. going We're going new. We're going different. The I Love Lucy, the sitcom thing was great. And then as soon as they tried to make it too big for its own good, that was where I was like, come on. Because then we started cutting corners and we started skipping things. And we started trying to jam shit in. And I was like, it's such a bummer. Dude, if it, and then, if then it went right into Falcon. That would have been even bigger. What, Dave? Great. That, like, it, it wasn't good the thing. Pan- good thing yeah. the pandemic happened to them because that movie was the that show was Doctor so Strange much better was going to turn up episodes. at the end. 
and I know and the you fight all, was between them. I know you all love your your Agatha all along thing, but it just did not click for me. The 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 I like seeing the the cold open of the the, the witches. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier got off to a good start. And then it was like, I don't need six hours of this. Like, this is why the movies were good. Because it was two hours, take it or leave it, get the fuck out of there. Uh, but then Black Widow was where I was like, wait, they're plugging this in from six years ago? Like, come on, guys. This is ridiculous here. Um, but then Shang-Chi yeah. brought me back in. And I didn't even love mm, the, the last third of the movie as much, good. even though there was amazing shit. But but really, it was it was a lot of Michelle Yeoh. It was a lot of um, Tony Leung. And yes, the rest of the cast was amazing, too. But I was like, OK, cool. This is great. Because I was where you're at right now, John, where I was like, OK, these are what they are. They're not desperate to tie them into everything. Spider-Man can do that all he wants with Doctor Strange. But like, let this movie just be this movie and bring in people from around the world to do a one-off movie and be the best fucking Marvel performance you've ever seen. That's my opinion. I know Iron Man was amazing, but... God, Tony Leung and Shang-Chi was so good. And I was yeah, like, okay, cool. So, so then actually my Marvel fatigue waned, even with Eternals. I just sort of <laughs> moved on. But you You're know. totally right. I remember, because anyway. I remember walking out of Shang-Chi and just being like, I still don't think I really care that much, but I had a really good time. And it was one of the, you got to tip your hat. Yeah, I don't need to see another yeah, one. That was, that was another one where it looked like they were having so much fun. Yeah, but, 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 yeah. but, and then more than fun, right? It be, the acting was so good. And like they, they, they knew they had the ability. They had earned being able to take you beyond just having fun. So when, we, when they were saying goodbye mm. to each other and he fucking killed Tony Lung, I was like, I was all in. I was emotional. I was feeling yeah. it when the dragon got summoned. So, which, that, you know, it's exactly the same story that I've heard them tell about when they greenlit Chris Nolan's Batman and when they took a chance on uh, the first Iron Man, like everybody was nervous, but they tried to put really good people behind it. I don't want to say we're, we're hacking on the people, but like the, from the production standpoint, from the studio standpoint, they said, we're going to try to make a great movie. We're not going to try to make a movie for the hardcore base. They're going to, we're just going to try to make mm. a really good movie and hopefully it'll work for everyone. And we'll, you know, everybody will enjoy watching it. And, you know, anyway, we're here. I still don't think I still don't understand why everybody is hating on it. It, it. it didn't strike me as one of the worst movies I'd ever seen. I don't know where all of this hate is coming from. People are being really from mean. Movies? Yeah, people are being so mean. Yeah, and it's they just they do that. The internet is toxic. Um, Jeff, it's it's like it's like I was saying the the joke at the end of the bubble where they're like, oh no, we made this film for them during the pandemic. They won't be mean. Burn them. No, they're bitches. Burn them. They're bitches. Yeah. Jeff, what did you say at the beginning they, of this? They, they're like. They're doing this for themselves because they actually really fucking love it. And they like, is that what you were saying? Like you made a comment about the internet. Oh, the fans. Yeah. yeah. They don't hate this. They're, this is the best thing that could have happened to them. They love this so, so, so much. They love the fact. Most of these people were writing those tweets before they even saw the movie, you know, or like. Well, have you guys ever <laughs> they been to, to see the movie just so that they could feel better about contributing to the, the I memes. live in Los Angeles I mean, now. I've, you guys. I've never seen a crowd that roots for a movie to fail. Like it's, that's it is ridiculous. something is happening. I mean, the whole Godzilla King Kong. Yeah. You remember that shit? Like something weird is oh, happening God. in yeah. the movie universe of like, fuck you. First of all, you are the people who are going to buy the tickets. Like you specific. I'm saying not because you have to. I'm saying you are probably the same people who are excited to see them. Just just be more positive. Don't go to the movie so you can critique it on Twitter. That's not like. What do you think you also, are? Some lame ass that has a podcast with a drinking game where you try to talk positive about movies? I mean, come on. We should wait. We should also say really quick. No, this they movie think they're a 90s film critic. <laughs> yeah, these this movie outperformed its expectations by a couple million. They expected 34 million. It got up to 39. Is that great for a Marvel or Marvel adjacent movie? No. But on a hundred million dollar budget, they got 40 million dollars opening weekend domestic. Overseas, about the same. This is making its, its money yeah, back. So you know what? Yeah, Fuck everybody. Like Seventy something. So yeah. It's gonna make. You know what? Money. You made you this. You made this movie popular. And I bet you people like us are going to this movie going, what are you guys complaining about? This wasn't so bad. So go fuck yourself, everybody. Yeah, and I, I feel like as a first outing, you know what? I if, if there's a second outing of this where he's integrated in with, God forbid, the Sinister Six, um, I, well, will go, I will go and watch it. Oh, oh yeah. Who is that? Those are the most useless. Uh, I'm the, those are I the am the idiot in the room here. What are you, what are you talking about, Sinister Six? Sinister Six is a collection of villains that joined up to fight Spider-Man. Um, You've already in this met case, half of them. In, Spider, in, yeah, the, in this Spider, case, but, the, the recent Spider-Man? Yeah. Dr. Octopus. Um, Dr. Octopus. Vulture. Green Goblin. Uh, um, Morbius at one point, I think, was a member. Rhino. Rhino. Um, Sandman. The Jake Gyllenhaal it, character. Who's Jake Sandman? Mysterio. San, uh, Mysterio. Mysterio. 
Was he a sixer? I don't think he was. I have no idea. Was... I, 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 I yeah. looked it up. I looked it up for this podcast. And okay, it said, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it so Electro? basically, basically, it's like the um, the League of Supervillains. Okay. As such, and they all join <clears> up <throat> to fight Spider Man. Um, okay. And that's that leads us into the after credits. The after credit scene. I hate after credit scenes, but I'm glad are, these came two, quickly. These came they really came, quickly, back to back. Well, they, they should, because it was a fucking two parter. Set like a couple of months apart, obviously. But uh, what was the first part? Everyone is the first part is where it shows the the multiverse split open over New oh, York, yeah. and then um, God, can't help it. Tombs, <laughs> as in the Vulture, appears in a jail cell, and there's this news article about, oh God, he's appeared in this jail cell. Uh, we don't know who he is. He's been released immediately. Uh, it was really weird. And again, this is where half the scenes from the trailers are missing. Um, biggest fucking cop out I have seen since Sinestro put on the yellow ring at the end of Green Lantern. I'm sorry. Well, how so? Fuck off. Okay, he's just literally appeared. Oh yeah. There's no reason for it. He wasn't originally there, so there's no reason for him to be pulled across. So at Multiverse some point he would have had to have been sucked over. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, this place looks great." Didn't he have a daughter? I don't who. And a wife and a family, he fucking cares. Like the vulture. Dude, he, the, the guy who played the vulture. Like, yeah. <laughs> he, he had a daughter and a wife and everyone. And he just seems so happy to be shed of them. I guess. I, <laughs> also, that's also, a good right, so now that, Yes, I'm free. So now, <laughs> I'm free of my wife and child. <laughs> what if they had said that? So now that I know who you're talking about, did they cast him? Yeah, because, did they Keaton, cast him he... because of the play on like Birdman? Like, I. I uh, do you think there was a little no, bit he of was, that? No, he was in Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man film. The first one, Homecoming. He was the main antagonist in Spider-Man Homecoming. He was the Are vulture. Are fucking serious? I saw, see, this is what, this is where it's getting, folks. I saw that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that movie. We probably talked, I don't know if on this podcast, but I know I saw it. And I, I totally was, yeah. forgot about that. Was it a boat yeah. or a bus at the end? I remember it being very dark nighty. Was it, was it, a, were they in a boat and he like comes, he like flies on the boat? I remember thinking like, oh, he's just, they're scaling down after the Andrew Garfield ones. It's like, oh, it's just like a guy who can fly and they're like on a boat. It was like, it was pretty simple. Was it a boat? Dude, I don't remember this at all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, but so they're setting it, up like for- the second, the second scene, it, it gets to like, obviously a couple of weeks later and it just shows Morpheus driving through the desert and he stops and the vulture in full fucking vulture gear flies up. And it, it's like, fuck, he built that quick in yeah, this you universe. You got to scare yeah, quick. And, uh, <laughs> he built that quick. And he, he's like, yeah, I'm thinking you and me should work together. So that obviously they're setting up for the Sinister Six, but these two, for first, first of all, I know for a fact it was fucking tacked on because this was originally supposed to premiere July 2020. The multiverse didn't even exist then. So they've tacked this on as a thought to like, and this falls back to my earlier comment where Sony is trying to ram an ensemble film down your, your throat like DC did without them earning it. Like, when Marvel did it, they had like Iron Man, Thor, Captain America. They built a following for these characters and then threw them all together as the Avengers. Whereas Sony is just kind of doing what DC is doing and just trying to shortcut it. It's like, here's the synthesis. Do you think they're doing that because mm. they want to cash in on the multiverse? Is that like a the thing that's going to tie all this shit together? I I think they just think putting a whole heap of characters together will make it an Avengers. Because 2012 was just the it's most like, successful for, year It worked Marvel for Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, and and like DC did the same thing. They threw Justice League together way too fast. And what was the whole? And here's the irony, the dramatic yeah. irony of this. What was the premise of the Avengers? That they didn't want to work together. <laughs> That's why yeah. right? <laughs> that they had to be yeah, cut to point. be brought together. And now you're right. It doesn't feel like that. It feels like they're they're seeking each other out. Or yeah, just these these after credit scenes yeah. felt cheap as fuck. Like again, again, Mike, you've heard my rant about the Sinestro yellow ring thing. Like they skipped like two, a whole fucking comic series of backstory <laughs> and just had him put the ring on, on camera in a black background. It's like the biggest fucking waste ever this was, of some this serious Ryan Reynolds, literature. Green Lantern. That was Green Lantern. Oh yeah, yeah. We watched that. And they thought, they thought everyone was going to get really excited and go, Oh, like it's, it's coming. It's coming. And did we do it? Was it, no, nobody did. We did. Do nobody a, got was excited. it really that bad for that one? Yes, okay. we did. It did yeah. not go well. Yeah, we That's did. why I don't remember it. That's why I don't remember. We always drank so much. Well, that yellow, that yellow ring has sealed the deal. It is. Apparently, it was really that bad. 
Uh, speaking <laughs> um, of Ryan Reynolds, so yeah, this was... guy, the director of Morbius, made Safe House. Directed him twice, yeah. And uh, yeah, you're right. And Life. Safe House is oh my god. Safe House is one of the biggest pieces of shit I've ever seen. Oh, you didn't like it? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Fuck, mind dude, it. does anything happen in that movie? Denzel. <laughs> She's gonna keep Denzel, dude. Holy Denzel shit. Denzel and Ryan Reynolds. I, I had a good time. Uh, did, did they? <laughs> I had a good time. Did they? Because I, I didn't. had a good time. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. Well, Morbius, you know, I think, uh, if I had to have any one big takeaway critique is that I just, I feel like the studios are starting to get into the weeds and I'm starting to feel indifferent. So if that's okay, that's okay. I'll probably still go see it. We have a podcast. Maybe they don't care, but I think Kevin Feige wants more than that. I don't think he just likes making billions of dollars. I think he wants people to need the next movie because they love it. And I don't think we're there now. You mentioned the meeting that happened this week. <laughs> so Morbius. Um, <laughs> here's what we're not going to do. I, I, I seriously, Aww. to be honest, I feel like this they meant well, and there is some good stuff in here. I just feel like it was tweaked so much that it lost something. Like you know when you just get so into something, like you just go back and fix it and fix it and fix it, fix it, and then finally you have to release it. Like I feel like that's what happened here. Which again is supposed they were to just be constantly tweaking which it. Which is that's a studio culture thing too. We're totally fucking theorizing here, folks. But a word on the street from the Marvel world: whenever they interview a lot of these directors who, quite frankly, don't need to make Marvel movies, they often say that like it's not what you think it is. Like they really, they're very supportive. They really let you make the movie you want to make. If they say yes to your pitch, they really let you do what you want to do, except for the action scenes. They tend to have, they have a lot more involvement there, but generally speaking, they kind of want you to tell the story the way you pitch it. I don't know if that was the case with this one. Maybe Sony had too many, you know, fingers in the, in the pie over there. And it just didn't turn out to be, it didn't feel like it had vision. Maybe that's, maybe that's what it was. It seems like these superhero Maybe. movies, whenever they take big IP like this, they could go a million different directions. And if it's too safe, it's death. It has to be something unique. It has to feel personal. And you know, we've seen it a few times now where it felt like it was maybe too and impersonal. I mean, also, there was a huge backlash just before it was released where because of the, the very first trailer they released had an image of Spider-Man in it. Really? Um, and then it came out just before the image of the movie, like before the release of the movie, that there is no Spider-Man in this film. And everybody was fucking everybody outraged. Was fucking, of course they were, too. Yeah. It's like, how dare you not give me what I want? But again, a little bit of a you mystery. You had three Spider-Men in mean, one movie. Spider-Man. You had three Spider-Men. Yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> three spider Three Spider-Man. How much more Spider-Man can you take in one year, folks? Jesus Christ. All right. Well, Let's you know what? Vampirism. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. Jeff, what did you mean when you said that? You thought Tyrese Gibson. You thought Tyrese Gibson <laughs> had signed up for something else. What what movie did you think he thought he was making? Um, Mall maybe Cop three. <laughs> um, well, his role was so small, and his character had no range. So anything else? I guess. <laughs> I mean, he was an investigator, but Al Madrigal got all like the the funny adjacent lines. And Tyrese, I mean, the Hollywater gag for me was great. The Hollywater gag was fine. Yeah, I could see, I could see that being funny. Um, I <laughs> <laughs> again, well, so it, I, I'm the one person on this podcast can pr- could pronounce vampirism. So I, I've obviously done the homework. Spiderman vampirism. Yeah. Um, you're right. You're right. You're right. I haven't read a lot of literature that had vampirism in there, and then had a pronunciation guide. Um. I, I I don't know I don't know I just know that Tyrese Gibson is the butt of every joke in the Final Fantasy in the Final Fantasy in the um, Fast and the Furious the, the Fast and the Furious movies um, so maybe in this one he thought he would be a little bit more of a, a stoic leading man and so you know he had the but like in the middle of the interview they're like you're really close to this person you weren't here you're were probably on that boat here's my card and it's like I'm sure he was hoping that this person would be a little bit more substantive instead it was kind of like how do, you, how do the detectives go to the meeting with the only living survivor of the serious crime scene that is still en route? And there are three questions and then they leave their card and leave. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure he wasn't sitting there. Like, I'm sure he expected more from it. That's what I think. Yeah. No, I feel you. Do I, do I buzz that? I'm going to buzz that. Sure. <laughs> I'm, almost, I'm almost done with this. And we got to wind this shit down. Any final yeah. thoughts that you guys have to get off your chest? I'm good.
if you want to, if you want to go see us again, like I said, this was yeah, we don't we we okay. We can't keep recommending the movie after the spoiler section. This is thirty minutes in. You guys like if you want to go see a movie that we haven't already spoiled yet, then uh, go see it. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad you I'm glad you uh, you went and saw it. If you're listening now, um, and I'd, I'd be very interested to hear what you think. Hit us up on uh, the socials or YouTube yeah. or Facebook or uh, you know all those things. I'm assuming it's going to be um, very positive or very negative. So go ahead, thought. Dave will Dave will definitely respond. <laughs> I might. All right, like, they're coming after you guys on YouTube lately. Oh, yeah. Can anybody talk yeah. some shit about us this week? We've had some comments recently. <laughs> Actually, apparently. someone really agreed with you, John. And uh, yeah, everyone just hates Jeff. Who was knows? it Don't Look Up? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> was it Don't Look Up? Because John in this episode today said something like, look, if we're entertaining, if you're having fun, then you have us. And that's what I thought Don't Look Up was going to do. And, and I said that in Don't Look Up. And you were like, oh, that's such oh, bullshit. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you, the fuck out yeah you hated Don't Look Up. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hate it. I just knew it wasn't good, and, I, and I you guys kept saying you, it was good. I thought and I was of like, you. I, have to fucking- I thought of you and Amy Schumar. I think it was Amy Schumar Anything when maybe. she made that joke. Like Amy Schumar, John, what is up with your pronunciations today? I said Schumar, <laughs> Spider Man, right? When she made the joke yeah. and she was like, "Can we have Don't Look Up?" Uh, Adam McKay's. I can't remember the joke, but she's like, "He's very proud of the film." Apparently, yeah, he doesn't read the, reviews. The, yeah. And the look on no, his face, on, like, John, obviously the voter, the he was like, obviously the viewers don't look up reviews. Oh my God, it was so mean. The voters the look don't on his look up face, reviews. I was yes. like, oh Jesus, why did people, it was mean. I don't what know a strangely why... divisive film. I can't, I don't understand why it bothered you so much. And I don't understand why other people hated that movie so no, much. No, what, what, what bothered me was both of you guys saying it was so great. And I was like, look, I really want this movie to be important because it's an important movie. But I can't let you guys say it's good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I thought it was funny and it did some good okay. things. I didn't I, say I, it was great. Let's just you know talk what? about don't, don't look up again. again. I'll, I'll wait, give you a half to cut you. Wait, what I do want to say, the silver lining with the crit, we, we don't need to keep talking about the slap, but the silver lining I think that nobody is talking about is that can we stop roasting people at the Oscars? All right. That was the whole point of the Golden Globes. The, these movies, it's the end of March. It's been more than three months. The joke was cheap. It was weak. It was dumb. So even though Chris Rock is definitely going to come out as the winner in this situation, he, he's already he's definitely the winner in this situation but can we do we need to we don't need to to rat on people you know little little mini jabs are pretty funny i thought the leo yeah, one was probably not, as bad as Ricky it should Gervais, get people the leo one is probably as bad as it should get you know like leo he's working so hard for climate change to leave a brighter greener <laughs> planet for his girlfriends like that's as that is as that is as roasty as you should get but just roasting it just you know yeah i'm i'm, I'm with you he shouldn't have said that mm. she shouldn't have said the don't look up joke he's nominated he was invited. You, you, you shouldn't shit on him. Like, that's not, that's, I'm with you. I don't know. It's nominated. He doesn't give a fuck what the reviewers thought. I woun't. I mean, it's like, it's, yeah, you hated my movie, but look at look at that up there on the Oscar nominations. It's an, fuck a, you. It's an award show. I don't think the hosts should essentially say, you probably don't deserve this award in their monologue. That's what I think. Okay, anyway, let's, let's get agree. into our. I agree. Let's get into, you know, and even if I did love the movie, once you're there, I can't say like you don't deserve this. Yeah, let's go back to the Billy Crystal song and dance. I was about to say thank you. Like also, I grew up on those. Billy Crystal, Bob Hope for twenty straight years. Why do we need to reinvent the wheel every year? Crap! Yeah, this thing. I didn't say this last time, so it was my last thing. Opens with Beyonce. Fine, it was great, great. Then it goes to the three of them, (laughs) and then you. But (laughs) I just want to point out that three white male hosts of a podcast were like, "Bring back Billy Crystal! Come on, Bob Hope! Come on, those were good times." (laughs) No, no, I'm happy. I'm happy with Amy Schumer out there. I just don't think she should be quite big. All of it. Those guys were great. Anyway, <laughs> there's, there's no denying Billy Crystal was awesome. I grew up on Billy Crystal hosting the Oscars. Well, that was the first fair, Oscar okay. broadcast. He was, I he was great. I don't I'll care if you label I'll, me. He was fucking great. Everybody knows he was great. But you, you, you open with Beyonce and then you have DJ Khaled on stage as the hype man <laughs> the for these three people that come that? out. He's on stage. So They're weird. the hosts. Why are you on stage before the hosts? Then they come out. Then you cut to the DJ, which they did last year for Questlove, and that was great. And then you go back to Amy Schumer for another solo model. Like, the whole thing was stupid. So to oh, your worry. really crystal point, just have one person and just let them be the show. Don't try to overproduce yeah. it. Let, let Amy Schumer be the show. the whole thing in 1080 by 90 and 20 put it on TikTok next year. Uh, yeah, they probably should. Oh, okay. Jesus. Yeah. People would right, can, in can, we, right. can we finish this episode? Um, Jeff, we should get Jeff around. Is done. <laughs> Jeff is, it's 11.15 uh, on the done. East Coast. 
And he's not even and the one Dave's that has, one that has like, to get up early. Uh, uh, yeah, I have to get up at 4.30 in the morning tomorrow. It's, it's by the like way, by the way, I just now. wanted to call this out. This is the last thing I'm going to say. Jared Leto. Let's take guesses. Don't look it up. How old is Jared Leto? Oh, I think I know. I think I know. 54. Hey, he's 50. Wow. He's, he's like 51. He is 50. Well, he's 51 now. He's, yeah, he's technically 51. Wow. Yeah, no, we know we, he's been he's been in our lives. He's been in our lives for thirty That's years. A lie. But it's, That's uh, a lie. Yes. He's fifty. But, he's fifty. December somewhere in December is his birthday, I think. But I remember looking that up. You guys, he wore he's the same age he as wore, me. He is as thin as he, he was. He is as thin as he was in person as he was in the first half of this movie before he became a superhero. He wore a white like silk suit with no shirt underneath. I was like, this guy is just. I mean, he's. He's very yeah. unique. Fifty years. Did you old. ask him how he maintains that? Because I'm I'm fat as fuck. It might be the drinking game podcast lot of we money. do every week, but um, I don't know. A lot, a lot of money. money. <laughs> I would say, I would say, for uh, removing Dave from the equation. Do you remember what your parents looked like when they were fifty? That's the game we play. Like, that's the game we play all the time, right? That that's like it's 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 being single. You get you're really what? unhappy for a lot of the time, but if you're single and you have a lot of money, you can probably pull it off. He's also just a unusually good-looking human being but i mean wow 50 he was 50 that's fucking crazy he was 50 i'm just, in that saying, movie. I'm just saying our parents looked like they were 50 they, they looked like they 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 had lived a little bit of a life but he is trying to chase youth didn't we realize that should, didn't we realize that tom cruise was 60 in the last mission impossible movie did we do the math or was he like yeah, 58 he, or something he, he's turning into the yeah. tra- he's turning into the Travolta thing though, where it's like guys let it just let it go no don't let it go tom just keep the, making those mission impossibles dude i'm Dave, I can't remember no, just, the name of all those characters, Hulk. but I fucking love those movies. <laughs> Benji. <laughs> that joke uh, is never going to get old. <laughs> um, Jeff, you want to keep talking? I hope my parents joke can come out as insensitive. I'm just saying, you know, 50 was different back yeah, then. Yeah, you're grounded. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think they should come after you my for dad, that my dad just, uh My dad just took me to the shop, took, took my car to the shop. They didn't see this movie. There's no way they're listening to Kathy and Gary, okay. I'm going to apologize for your son for being <laughs> such a dick for saying that you... <laughs> I think yeah, y'all look great. 50. Yeah. All right. Um, it is now time to get into our final segment of this fucking episode, which is what you've been watching, where we go around the horn and tell you what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? <laughs> nice subject change. Um, I, I, uh, I rewatched Kick-Ass this week. Hey, that's a fun uh, one. I did Scott Pilgrim a month ago. Kick yeah, ass today, I also yeah. watched Kick Ass too, but I'm not recommending that. Okay. Um, and I uh, oh, uh, and I caught even the how about the hallway scene with the the shootout between her? She's pretty. Kick- that's a cool sequence. Where it's yes, just her when she goes. That's yeah, that's a fun one. Um, I also caught uh, finally Jackass Forever, uh, which we didn't review on this good? podcast because it's not a cinema film. It's it doesn't quite get to like. Two and three. Oh man! Um, <laughs> Two and but three. But it, it definitely. <laughs> it, no. Why didn't we de- put this in de- a franchise face-off? Come on. It definitely. It definitely finishes on a high, and it's <gasps> like I'm not gonna lie. I cried laughing a couple of times. Um, it is, is funny, definitely dude. fun. Maybe it's just because we're dudes, yeah. but God damn it, it is still funny when guys. No, it, themselves. It, yeah, it is. And no, my personal favorite is when they set up a, a gag. And it's not the gag they set up. It's actually a fucking booby trap, and they're fucking with everyone. Like I, I, love, I love, I love the betrayals yeah, the on betray- this show. The it's, it's, okay. It just really like works for me. And the final stunt is like just ridiculous. Epic. So yeah, and um, I also caught, and this is the one I want to talk about the most. Uh, Halo. Oh yeah, the oh, TV that? series of the video game. Everywhere. Yeah, it looks okay. massive. I got, I got thirty minutes into it, and I turned it off. What? And I turned it off because I wanted to wait for my wife to get home and show her this because it's the most interesting piece of fucking sci-fi I've seen come out in a long time. Oh, shit. It looks cool. It looks, it, it looks just like we the watched, game. We, it looks really we watched good. it. it we, and, but the plot, I, I, I don't know. I, haven't, I, don't, I don't have an Xbox, so I haven't played Halo. But uh, like the storyline they embed into it, we watched the first episode in its entirety, then went straight on to episode two. Nice. And now we're hanging for episode three to come out. It is a winner. Really? Like it, it's, yeah, I, I would liken it to, it's almost like Star Trek versus the Expanse with something, it sits in the middle there. Cool. What's it on? Is it Paramount or is one of those? Hello. It's Paramount Plus, it Paramount? yeah. Yeah, I don't have that. Uh, mm. Nice, dude. Yeah, I've seen billboards for it everywhere. I watched. Um, yeah, it's just really good. I watched, uh, rewatched Casablanca. Always, always a, a good choice ah, for the film lovers out so there. So good, I love it. Yeah, it's so good. And uh, I watched uh, that 
the reboot of the Wonder Years. These are just shows. I don't have a lot of time, oh, so we I'm have we have TV shows that. that we just turn on while reading yeah. and stuff. And did did they butcher it or is it good? Uh, yeah, butcher's a strong word. It's uh it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's <laughs> butcher's a strong word. <laughs> it's not it's not bad. Be in all That's over my good. laptop. There's a um, you can be you oh, can no, <laughs> sentimentalism can get dangerous. And I don't I think they're I think they make Wait. it their own enough, you know, like that that whenever you're dealing with nostalgia and you know being sentimentality it can be it can be overkill but i feel like it was uh if you want to watch that kind of show i think everyone knows what it's about then uh, i think mm. you'll probably it, enjoy yourself is it still set in the 60s yeah they didn't go as which you know i don't want to tie this to the fact that this is about african-americans versus a white family it has nothing to do with that but for whatever reason this production d- doesn't go as sincerely dramatic as the original series, which is why as a child, I loved okay. that series so much. This one doesn't go all the way. I remember, like I cried a couple of times as a kid watching the Wonder Years. I was very emotional watching it. This didn't but, get there all the way, but you have a good time watching it. I, I can't believe I'm doing it, but it was think, <laughs> I know that I know that I know that Bel Air is coming out now, but do, do you think they missed the boat? Just why did they just set it in the 90s? Because now oh, it's 30 years from the 90s. When it came out, it was 30 years from the 60s. So why would they do a nostalgia on nostalgia? Jeff. You're being nostalgic for your nostalgia. Why didn't they just set it for the 90s? Jeff, you missed your yeah. calling. You, you, would have been a, you would have been a shark in an executive room at some of these studios, dude. I feel like you would. That, that's the kind of decision that somebody did not speak up and say that genius idea. Because it was right there in front of them. That's a really good idea. Why would I can't we want to be sentimental about? Because the, the whole reason it was great for us because it was a, our parents' childhood. They should, I mean, you're no, you're totally right. And obviously, Don Cheadle's like doing the voice, so like it still would have made sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, interesting, weird. But I, I'm not. I, the reason I haven't watched is because I'm not connected to them being nostalgic for this. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, I think there's it's, it's a line removed from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, okay. it's right. So, um. I think I've said that point enough. I think <laughs> point for five minutes. Okay, so I've seen a couple things now. First things I have to recommend. I've seen the, so three episodes of Atlanta season three are out, uh, and it is a ten amazing. out of ten. Yeah. This it is it is like obviously we knew it was going to be amazing, but holy shit, it's so good. It opens with a I guess it's a bottleneck episode. I don't even know what you call, but like like the Fubu episode is one of my favorite ones. It essentially opens with something like that. Segways right. It's so it's so so good. They're in Europe. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, gush me, man. It is. I can't believe how good the show. And and they're short films. They're short films. If you love short films, go watch these. They're short films. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna out myself. I have still never seen a single moment of that show. Oh, it's so. Good. I need it's to do really, it. Really I know, great. dude. Fuck me. Both I need of us have to not. watch it. Yeah. Everybody keeps telling me I would love it. And it's my. I really FX do feel like Hulu. it's kind of a. Yeah, I feel like it's. One and two are on Hulu. I don't think season I don't think season three is dumped on Hulu. Okay. Yet. I don't know. I could be wrong about that. Um I do think it's kind of like insecure and flea bag sort of meat. Um and then what else did I see? I saw the first episode of Moon Knight. We can save our opinions about that. I think it, I like the precedent that Atlanta did that everybody does is dump two episodes on me. Like having one episode yeah. and I have to oh, wait a week. I'm already bo- I'm already like I'm already like bored of it. I wish they dumped me I wish they gave me a couple I, I to feel really like sink my team. Moon Knight dropping Moon Knight dropping one episode did it. Did it a disservice. That's I clever. feel like it came out Good two idea. weeks ago. Jeff. Yeah. I feel like it came out <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, but no. Okay. I feel like I, I feel like it came out two weeks ago. I'm already losing steam. And then, oh, it's a cake. Or no, is it cake? I watched, is it cake? I watched all of Is It Cake, guys. Go fuck yourself. I know we don't talk about reality TV, but Is It Cake is so great. Eight is episodes, crank them out. I did, I downloaded it on my iPad and watched it on my commute, and I watched the whole thing in three days. Is It right, Cake? Go I, watch I, it. I, I, I want to pitch this too, just because I keep seeing billboards for it. And I'm so excited. I'm a huge West Wing fan, so I'm going to be all over fucking Viola the Davis and First Lady as as Michelle Obama I can't wait to see that limited series. Have you seen any yeah. of the footage mm. or any of the, the, yeah. the promo she looks stuff for it? Exactly, exactly like, her, like her. I hope I don't I haven't seen any of the footage yet but like I'm really hoping that the men just don't exist. Like it's just like the women yeah. and their lives yeah. and they just refer to them and cuz god damn it yeah. she is going to become Michelle Obama and I'm so excited. It'd be awesome. You know also, you know what also I can't wait for the I can't I can't wait for the follow up to is it cake are those balls? I was like Whatever. It's Emmy dump season. This is where you dump your Emmy shows. So hopefully she's got some awards coming for in the future. Is it balls? Get the fuck out of here. Guys, thank you so much for staying with us this long. We really appreciate it. Like us on the socials. Dave will respond. We promise. Link tree in the notes. Let's go. Queensland, Australia. Shout out. Thanks for listening. Let's go. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks, film fans. 
See ya. Uh, Speaking of cheap, <laughs> Faye's gotta get up. Good morning. <laughs>